When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. has been a long time since we've done a top 10 film list. Uh, we haven't, oh man, when, when's the last time we did one? 2019? Uh, so yeah, we, we did, we skipped 2020. I mean, it was the whole pandemic year. Um, it was, it was a weird year. Uh, I mean, the show would have been in 2021. Uh, but yeah, it was just, uh, you know, there was decent films that year and it was just a weird schedule and I didn't watch as many movies as I had wanted to. And it just, it was a weird year. Uh, and then 2021 was just another weird year, but just, I I don't know. I just, I wasn't feeling any of the movies really last year. Um, but to give you a little hint, uh, or just, uh, insight into what I would have chosen. Um, I think my number one film of 2020 was probably sound of metal. Um, great, great performances and yeah just a great movie all around and my 2021 I don't know Coda probably yeah that's the I mean I know it won best picture um but yeah I don't think that's why it's necessarily standing out but there's just it wasn't much to choose from I mean Dune was good but yeah I I think Coda would have been my number one for uh 2021 but um uh, but we're we're talking 2022 movies. Uh, I think it's definitely the the best year of film uh, in the last few years. Um, uh, certainly since the pandemic. So um, yeah, I, I definitely was eager to do this list. I know I'm a little behind. I know you know people get it out you know before the new year and all that. But you know I just I've been out of it lately and I just I just haven't haven't gotten to it. But uh, hey, better late than never. Um, but uh, it, and it was our our first year of being part of the uh, Critics Association of Central Florida, which is exciting. So we. Uh, got a lot of screeners for all the all the films and all that, so I could have easily uh, done a, a list before the new year. But hey, what what are you gonna do? Uh, the Golden Globes were last night uh, at the time of this recording. Um, interesting, some interesting surprises. Was surprised to see Fablemans win. Was surprised to see Spielberg win. Um, actor categories kind of went how we. Th- Thought it would Blanchett, Farrell, um, Key, uh, short round. Oh man, I feel bad. I can't think of his name right now. But yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once got love. Um, and who who was supporting actress? It wasn't Jamie Lee Curtis? Oh yeah, uh, Angela Bassett. What am I? What am I thinking? Uh, so yeah, there, there was yeah acting pretty yeah pretty much went how we thought it would go. Yeah, again, Spielberg was a big surprise. I mean, not, you know, he's Spielberg. It shouldn't have been that big of a surprise. But yeah, I think I thought it was going to lean more towards Daniels for everything, everywhere, all at once, or uh, McDonough for Banshees. But hey, it's Spielberg did it. He did it. It was cool seeing uh, 
uh, Tarantino announced Best Picture. So, but uh, but yeah, let's get into this. Uh, here are my top ten uh, films of 2022. Uh, at number ten, I might get some flack for this, but uh, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, the Whale uh, with Brendan Fraser. Great film. Uh, just, uh, yeah, Darren Aronofsky did a good job with this. I know a lot of people were saying it was um, uh, emotional manipulation and all that. I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't feel that. Um, I mean, it's at my number 10. So, I mean, obviously it's not... Uh, I, I'm, I'm done making excuses for it. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the way I, I, I liked it. Whatever. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not making excuses. Uh, yeah, great performances. Great uh, story about a man. Yeah, just yeah, struggling with it, uh, his weight, obviously. You know, he's uh, several hundred pounds. And, you know, it's, uh, he's thinking about what, what he could have done different in life and how he could have had a better relationship with his daughter and all that. And only has a, a few more days to live. And, yeah, it's just uh, it's heartbreaking. And, but, uh, you know, it's motivating. Uh, it makes, makes me want to, you know, watch, watch the old waistline, which is something I've been meaning to do for a long time. Uh, but that's not really the point of the movie. I mean, it is uh, about, you know, overcoming, you know, your, your addiction and, uh, yeah, just trying, trying to do what's right, what trying to, to make things right. And I think, I think it was all conveyed very well. Uh, great performances by Hong Chow, uh, which is like his nurse, uh, in, in the movie. And, you know, she, she does fantastic. Um, Sadie Sink from Stranger Things fame, uh, great as his daughter. But, uh, yeah, I, I thought this was really well done. And yeah, Brendan Fraser, I, uh, I wouldn't say I hope he wins the Oscar. I would not be mad. Um, cause I, I mean, I would also like to see, uh, Farrell win, uh, Austin Butler, I think, uh, did a great job as well, but, uh, be, I, I, I would not be mad if, uh, Frazier won. Uh, so yeah, the whale at my number 10, uh, number nine, I have, uh, triangle of sadness. Um, Woody Harrelson is briefly in this movie. He's, he's on the poster, he's in the trailers, but he's, he's really not a big part of this movie. I really think it was to try to sell it because it's such a low-budget, you know, small indie film. But, uh, but, yeah, this one definitely uh, got, you know, has a lot of uh, uh, commentary on class and, uh, so, uh, you know, social status and the rich and all that, you know, it's... Uh, you know what we'll do. You know once, when we're brought to nothing, essentially, yeah. Two uh, people go on a trip. They get invited to this like cruise. It's not. It's a small cruise. It's on a yacht. Um, uh, you know, not like a huge cruise line. But yeah, it's a guy who's you know he's a struggling model, and uh, him and his girlfriend. She's an influencer, social media influencer. They get invited on on this yacht. Um, you know, to take pictures and all that and, um, and, you know, do her influencing things. And it, uh, yeah, you see, he, he you know, it's kind of through his eyes, you see just, you know, how, how, how these rich folk uh, live and how they uh, treat other people and, you know, just the, they, they, you know, 
they're talking about capitalism and socialism and, and all this. And it's just, it's very interesting how they do it because eventually they get stranded on an island. And, you know, the, the people who, you know, have have the class when they have money on, on the boat aren't uh, necessarily the ones that uh, are in charge uh, when, when they're on, on the island. You know, it depends on what you can do at that point. When money's not involved, that's when you need different people to survive you know you need the people who can fish and who can get the food uh and that's essentially what you know the she's like a maid on the boat but she's like the leader on the island because she can do all these things um it's it's very interesting it's very um i i I thought yeah again very uh interesting concept and i thought it was all very well done and yeah it's not one that i think um the general public you know was knows much about just cuz I, I didn't see much marketing on tv or anything or on online you know just you know i didn't really see much uh marketing for this film but uh but yeah it, it's uh it's definitely one that'll that'll make you think and i, I thought it was very uh very interesting um, my number eight, uh, so yeah, no, my, my number nine, Triangle of Sadness. Uh, my number eight, uh, this is a movie I wasn't necessarily f- that favorable with it in my review of it. Uh, but the more I sat with it, the more I, I, I uh, this is a good film, The, the Fablemans, uh, Steven Spielberg. Um, yeah, again, the more I sat with it, the more I, you know, appreciated it. It is, you know, you'll hear it a zillion times until the Oscars are, are over, you know, it's a celebration of cinema, but, uh, it's just, you know, it's a interesting that, you know, Spielberg, you know, sat on this for so long and it's a story he wanted to tell. He even spoke about it in this speech at the golden globes last night. You know, it's a story he's been wanting to tell for years and just hasn't been able to, and, you know, or wasn't quite ready. And, and it's, uh, I'm, I'm glad he was able to do it. It's essentially an autobiography an autobiography of his life um and uh yeah just how he got into film and uh, relationship with his parents and how his parents kind of fell apart and um it's uh it's it's you know got great humor it's got um great acting uh Judd Hirsch is brilliant in this film he's you know has a five six minute part but yeah he's he's fantastic um but uh yeah great performances by paul dano and and uh uh michelle williams and the kid who plays essentially him it, it, they don't go by i mean obviously it's called the fablemans they go by the fablemans and they even you know they're not uh it's not a hundred percent his life but it pretty much is i think um what's uh what's his name the fablemans it's like Gabriel something or Ga- uh, yeah, Ga- Gabriel, Gabriel, whatever you want to call it. What's his name? There it is. Gabriel LaBelle, Gabriel LaBelle, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> he, he was great. Uh, he even kind of looks like uh, Spielberg. Um, but, uh, but yeah, great celebration of cinema and, you know, just how uh, how he got into film and and how he got started and all that. So, yeah, I thought it was uh, a lot uh, better than than I initially had uh, had given it. But um, that that is my number eight, The Fablemans. Number seven, uh, you'll see this a little higher up on other people's lists, but it's still in my top 10. Top Gun Maverick, who would have thought, you know, everyone's saying it, who would have thought, 
you know, Top Gun Maverick would <laughs> steal everyone's hearts and, you know, or, you know, not heart, whatever. Yeah, steal everyone's hearts. I'm going with that. Great, great uh, film, you know, from <laughs> a sequel from over 30 years ago, the original Top Gun. Uh, Tom Cruise is back as Maverick. And yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, Miles Teller is great in this. He's becoming, uh, uh, you know, every everything I see him in, he just gets better and better. Um, ever since Whiplash, I've just, yeah, just loved his work. And yeah, it's um, so much fun. So, so action-packed and yet it's emotional and it's great performance by Tom Cruise. It's just, you know, and it, how they handled things with uh, Val Kilmer, how they were able to do that was very well done. Very well done. That's my theme, I guess, of this top 10 list. A lot of these films are very well done. Thus, they're on my top 10. Of course, they're very well done, Ben. Jeez, come on. <laughs> top Gun Maverick is uh, my number uh, seven. Uh, again, a lot of fun with this movie. You, it's just, it's, you, you can't go wrong. You're never bored during it. Fantastic, fantastic film. My number six is The Banshees of Inishirin, Colin Farrell, Gleason, Brendan Gleason. Uh, great, <laughs> great, great film. It's a very well done film. Great, uh, story martin mcdonough he's uh he did three billboards outside of ebbing missouri um and uh what uh what's that one film what's the what's the other film with him and brendan gleason um in bruges uh yeah it's a fantastic fantastic very well done film no, uh, Banshees of Minnesota, and yeah, it's uh, interesting, interesting story of you know just kind of non-romantic heartbreak. You know, when a relationship ends, you know how how it's it's a friendship ending. You know, usually you see mo films and TV shows that's about relationships. You know, uh, romantic relationships ending, and this is a friendship ending. It's it's very interesting how how it was brought um to to the screen an interesting story about you know two friends uh not being friends anymore and how colin farrell's character deals with it and uh the ramifications of uh overstepping the boundaries once that friendship ends uh how they handle that uh, mcdonough's uh his his mind's out there. How how uh, what Brandon Gleason does when Colin Farrell wants to talk to him, you know, he gives him a warning. Hey, I'm gonna do this if you talk to me, and you know, it's an interesting consequence, uh, an ultimatum he sort of gives him. I and obviously tiptoeing around it because I don't want to give it away if you haven't seen it. But, uh, but yeah, just uh, first, you know, great performances, amazing cinematography, awesome score. You know, it's it's funny very funny i laughed more than i thought i would but uh also very emotional um it's you know you wouldn't think just you know two dudes who yeah i don't want to be your friend anymore you wouldn't think that would be that emotional you know but you 
but you know that can be just as heartbreaking as as a romantic relationship you know it's it's you know i lost my friend you know it, what happened you know you kind of sit there wondering yeah what what could i have done different you know what's what can i do now to to fix this and yeah it's it's very uh, again an interesting an interesting con- uh, concept very well done um so yeah banshees is my number 6 uh, so yeah let's get into our top 5 Top five films of 2022. Again, it was number 10, The Whale. Number nine, Triangle of Sadness. Number eight, The Fablemans. Number seven, Top Gun Maverick. And number six, Banshees of Inishirin. So my number five, rounding out my top five, is The Batman. That's right, The Batman. Uh, I mean, it's so dark and gritty and, uh, you know, typical DC, as everyone says, but... It's it's fantastic. Matt Reeves does a fantastic job. He's uh, you know, did the uh newest Planet of the Apes trilogy which was awesome and yeah, when when you're hearing about this uh coming out that he's uh helming this, it's it's it was exciting to learn that he was and he doesn't disappoint. Robert Pattinson plays a great uh Bruce Wayne. Um, I just, again, I love the, the nitty gritty, the, uh, very raw, um, uh, rendition of, of Batman. It's, uh, uh, I, I wish, uh, more comic books were like this or comic book movies were more like this, you know, the dark nitty gritty kind of like the Logans and the, um, I guess kind of the dark Knight Joker, I, uh, I'm looking forward to more of these kind of sort of standalone uh, movies that aren't part of a bigger universe. Um, you know, I, I love MCU movies and Marvel movies, and, you know, I, I understand the need for them. You know, you gotta you got to sell money to, to kids, too, and I, I want my kids to be able to watch these films uh, as well, but I, I do also really enjoy the darker side of, of it all. And yeah, this certainly, uh, again, does not disappoint me. It's another second row Colin Farrell movie. It does a <laughs> amazing, unrecognizable performance as the penguin. Um, but, uh, but yeah, this is one, I, I, I think I, I only saw it the one time in the theater. I need to, I need to watch this again, man. It's, uh, uh, loved it, loved it. It thought, you know, uh, great, uh, again, and cinematography, uh, the lived-in world of Gotham. It's just, yeah, I, so, um, again, just gritty and, and raw, and I'm just repeating myself, but the Batman, you you all know. Come on. Um, number five, the Batman. Uh, my number four film of 2022. Uh, I came to this one a little later than everyone else. Uh, I think it came out around March or February or something. I didn't see it till around maybe November, uh, but everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, uh, it's it lived up to the hype, you know. Because I, I, the reason I mentioned I, I came to it later than everyone is because I I knew all the hype around it, and um, I just was like, you know, when that happens, it's just it almost is a turn off because it's like, well, I mean, how how good could it possibly be? And I, I, this one again lives up to the hype. Uh, it's it's a multi. I don't get the fascination and the why it's so um, uh, 
there's so much of it right now, the whole multiverse thing. You know, they're doing it with Marvel. I guess that's really the only place, but still. <laughs> I don't, I don't uh, know why there's a big fascination around this right now, but it's it's um, it's awesome. Uh, it's, yeah, just it's sort of the the what what could have been uh, life uh, this woman could have had. She has a, a laundromat and uh, or owns a laundromat and is being audited by the IRS and uh, um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis plays a great uh, role as the IRS uh, agent. And um, yeah, I, I thought it was um, <laughs> again, very well done. <laughs> But how they handled it, you know, they, they don't make it overly complicated or, you know, really give a reason why there's this multiverse and why she's able to tap into it. I mean, they do explain it, but they don't it do, they don't make it too difficult um, is, you know, uh, and don't make it that important why she's able to do it. It's about, you know her seeing her lives and what she could have been done different and, you know, uh, but maybe, that wouldn't have been a good thing. You know, so you see the negatives of that, you know, grass is always greener, greener sort of thing. So it's, I, I love the messages in this movie. Daniels, the, the two Daniels uh, directors, they're called, they call themselves Daniels. Um, for those who don't know, uh, let's see, I want to get their first names real quick. Uh, I had it and I should know it, but I don't everything everywhere. All at once directors, Oh, Daniel uh, Scheinert and Daniel Kwan. Um, they, they're the Daniels. Fan, they d uh, did Swiss Army Man. That's why I was bringing that up. They did Swiss Army Man, which made my list, I think, that year that came out. Uh, I think it was 2016. It's like most oddly beautiful movie of that year. That I, I think that's how I described it. And this is uh, the same. It's more sort of mainstream, but it's also out there um it's such a low budget film i think they made it oh man i think it was 18 million i want to say the budget was 14 million 14 million dollar budget they made 103 at the box office but yeah 14 uh, million dollar budget you wouldn't think um that it was uh that low of a budget because there's great special effects in it and yeah just how they do everything great production design costumes all that you'd think it would have cost uh, a lot more uh than than 14 million but uh but yeah this was fantastic so hilarious heartwarming sad heartbreaking uplifting you know it has it all so uh it it lives up to the hype and uh yeah hope short round short round i hope you win the oscar man come on that would be amazing but yeah everything everywhere all at once is my number four all right so my number three film of 2022 is a film that i did not expect uh to have on my list um honestly if you look it up it says it's tech technically it was released in 2021 but um, for awards consideration, it's a 2022 movie, so whatever. It's in my 2022 list. It's uh, Marvel, uh, Marvel, <laughs> Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Wow, what a unique film! Uh, it's considered an animated film, even though it's. Uh, I mean, the the shell in the movie that we follow, Marcel, uh, he is in like live action. Uh, 
atmosphere. Uh, I think he himself is just animated, so I guess that's why it's considered animated. I don't know how they consider that animated and not like, I don't know, uh, other films that are live action and animated at the same time. Um, but, uh, but yeah, this is uh, Jenny Slate does the voice of uh, uh, Marcel, and it's just so another one, another one of those movies where it's heartbreaking and heartwarming. Uh, it's ma- mainly heartwarming. It's very lighthearted. It's just, I just felt good after watching it. Uh, that's why it's so high up on my list. Um, it's, uh, it's just, yeah, just, uh, again, so it's cute. It's uh, funny. It's, touches on deeper themes you know it it touches on loss uh, and you know searching for uh her family and all that um i guess that's not really a theme searching for your family but uh but yeah it's 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 great uh again it's it's just so uh heartwarming and uh, just the feeling I had after watching it is why probably it's so high up on my list. So, uh, Marcel the Shell with shoes on. It's it's weird. I'll, I'll give you. It's certainly weird. I, I'm not gonna hide that fact. Uh, <laughs> but I love it. It's a it's a good weird, and uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, one that um, you you need to check out if you have not. My number two film is a film that I was uh, uh, one of my most highly anticipated films of 2022 because of the director, Damien Chazelle, and that right there gives it away. It's Babylon. Damien Chazelle is, is, uh, he's, he, all he does is make hits, uh, Whiplash, La La Land, First Man, and then this. He certainly likes jazz, as I said in my review. There's no denying that. Uh, but uh, that's what makes him so great, too, is just the incorporation of the music in the film. Um, but yeah, this is a movie where it's it can be overwhelming. It can be uh, a little overindulgent and kind of... Um, uh, yeah, just kind of over the top at points. It might feel that way, but it's just by the end, you you just understand it all, and it just it just makes sense. It's a another kind of celebration of of cinema and movies. It's about old Hollywood, you know, transitioning from silent films to the talkies, and it's just yeah, Brad Pitt has a great performance but yeah i mean it's um you know Margot Robbie does a great uh performance but um Diego Calva uh he's the I, he's the takeaway actor for me for this uh he just you just every time his characters uh on the screen you just i i just want to know what's happening with him and and where it goes um so yeah he's definitely was a great find i know he's been around for a few years in in uh probably i think spanish language films but uh but yeah this one is just uh, damien chazelle knows knows what he's doing i can i can see how it's not for everyone i i will uh give you that so it's not necessarily a recommendation from me, but it's one that if you really are into movies and really into cinema, you at least have to give it a shot uh, because uh, I think it's uh, you'll be rewarded in the end. Uh, but if not, don't go crying to me. It's three hours, so don't blame me. Uh, you, you're, you're warned. It's three hours. Um, it's it's very long, but I don't know. It's just you're you're uh, in in you're in the movie, you know, you're, you're pulled in and it, it, it takes you on a wild ride. Um, I know, you know, it's, it seemed like it was hit or miss with a lot of critics. 
They either loved it or they hated it. But for me, this critic, um, I, I loved it. I, the more I sat with it, the more I loved it. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a wild ride and one not to be missed for any film lover. My number one film of 2022 was one that totally surprised me, hit me like a ton of bricks. It is Charlotte Wells' debut film, After Sun. I am not trying to be pretentious or anything like that. It's a very, very small film, $2.5 million budget. Uh, Paul Mescal is the star of it uh, with Frankie Corio, plays his daughter. It's a father-daughter uh, uh movie um they're on vacation and yeah just kind of it touches on a lot but uh, i'll get into that in a minute but yeah again it's it's it, i know it sounds pretentious it's not you know in me saying it's um not a movie a lot of people have probably heard of you know mainstream audiences that sounds super pretentious it's just but it's true um it's uh but yeah it's one that hit me like a ton of bricks hit me by surprise uh a24 they're amazing movie studio they 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 all they do is hits it seems like as well like damien chazelle um it is a very unique telling of sort of how we remember things uh, as we are kids and how we start to understand our parents, especially if you're a parent yourself now, which I am. So I think it might hit parents a little harder, but it, I, it doesn't matter. You can, you can still feel, feel emotions in it, even if you're not a parent, but yeah, it's sort of, you know, what our parents didn't know what the what the hell they were doing when when they were uh, our age. You know, they, they were they were faking it till they make it, uh, just like us. Uh, you know, it's it kind of shows just, it, it, yeah, it's it's just a unique uh, telling of, uh, and she does a great job of just showing it and writing it. It should be nominated at least for screenplay. I think director as well, but probably won't be just because not a lot of eyes were on this movie. Uh, Paul Mescal should definitely be nominated for best actor. He is one I'll be watching for a while now. You know, he's, he's the up and coming actor right now. He's, he's fantastic. Frankie Corio, even his daughter is fantastic in it. She's up and coming as well. Um, but yeah, it, it, I'm trying to explain the movie a little to try to sell it so more people see it, you know, in a way. Uh, it's just, again, think about that, you know, just what we we didn't really understand what our parents were going through emotionally, mentally. And yeah, again, like I said, when when you get older, you you kind of realize, well, yeah, again, they, they didn't know what, what they were doing. <laughs> just like I don't know what I'm doing. But our kids see something different and we have to, you know, be strong for them. We have to, uh, sometimes put on the brave face, the, I got all my crap together face and, you know, um, face the music, you know, and that's what we're doing. And, um, yeah, it's a very emotional movie. It, it broke me to pieces and I just, I loved it. It was, um, uh, uh I think it's my number one because I thought about it so much afterwards. It's the film I that sat with me the longest uh, after watching. You know, sometimes you watch a movie and it's just like, okay, yeah, you just you saw it for what it was. You know, you might talk about it with your friends sometimes. You know, 
but yeah, this one was different. It uh, it stuck around. It uh, made me look up a bunch of things about it. You know, <laughs> you know, analyze it, and uh, it's 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 just yeah, fantastic. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm at a loss for words with it. Uh, but yeah, it's just kind of their last hurrah, kind of their last moments together. And she's kind of reflecting on that in this movie, the older version of her, because she's a parent now and she's kind of reflecting on that, watching old videos. And then we see, you know, sort of what she's remembering. And that's Paul Mescal, her father and all that. So anyway, After Sun, that's my number one. Um, kind of just thinking about it gets me a little emotional, but, you know, it's uh, uh, not much else to say about it because you just got to see it. You just got to see it. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's 2022 movies, folks. After Sun is my number one film. Uh, so, again, it was number 10, The Whale. Number nine, Triangle of Sadness. Number eight, The Fablemans. Number seven, Top Gun Maverick. Number six, Banshees of Inishirin. Number five, The Batman. Number four, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Number three, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Number two, Babylon. And number one film of 2022, for Ben Secord is After Sun. Wow, we have not had an episode in a while. Um, I know, but we're we're working on it. I've been in a funk lately. Uh, I had to force myself to do this episode, and I'm doing it. So hopefully, uh, you guys still stick around and hang hang the, hang in there with us and uh, pull for us. You know, encourage us. Come on, tweet at us at Blockbuster Cast. You can follow our Instagram at Blockbuster Mentality. Um, and yeah, just uh, let us know what you, you thought of these films, what uh, your top 10 were, what your top five was, or maybe just your favorite uh, film of uh, uh, 2022. Let us know. Uh, we're going to have more uh, shows with guests coming up and where we break down movies with celebrities. So uh, stay tuned for that. All right, folks. Well, that is it for me. Um, as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies. 